What's up, everybody? I'm Steph. And I'm Mari. We are two licensed professional counselors in the state of Wisconsin, and this is the Rewriting Her Story podcast, a mindset podcast for everyone. Here we'll discuss daily issues we face ourselves, struggles our clients are having, and ways to tackle everyday life, and whatever else comes up. We take a no-bullshit approach while still being empathetic and supportive. Let's Let's fucking fucking go. go. I don't wonder if it got at the end of that. Whole time. <laughs> bright. Anyways. Stephanie. Sorry. I hate that your name is like this big and mine's like this big. So even when I say your full name, it just is short. <laughs> Mary. <laughs> you could say Mar. Mary B. Mar. I'm just gonna say Mary B. Hoagland. Mar. Yes. Mary B. Hoagland. So, what's well, just my first name? So, yeah, do you know how many times people have asked me to? What's Mary short for? I'm like, is there more? Mariachi, that's what you should say. <laughs> the mariachi band. I probably just blew someone's eardrum out with that laugh. It was unintentional, <laughs> it just came out. It happens. Um, guess what's coming up? What? The fucking holidays. Okay, well, let's How not bypass my favorite holiday. Like, by the time this airs, my well, favorite holiday okay. will be over. Okay. Oh. It's okay. a holiday. It absolutely is a holiday. Here's the thing about it, though. It doesn't stress people the fuck out. Hey, it does when you take your costume seriously. Well, I could see that. Thank you. What are you going to be? for acknowledging it. Okay, we're, we're going to talk about this right now because I'm very ashamed of myself. COVID <laughs> fucked me up. Right. So every okay. year I plan bug and eyes costume. Yes. Well in advance, like the year prior, the day after Halloween, we start planning. Well, COVID fucked me up because we didn't. The day after Halloween. Year. Oh, yeah, so like, oh, for the next for the year. Following. Yes. <laughs> okay. I was like, what? <laughs> yes. So the last costume I dressed up in was 2019 and I was cartoon Lydia Dietz from the Beetlejuice cartoon from when I was a kid. Okay. And then COVID <laughs> happened and I was like, well, we're not going to trick or treating, so I'm not going to plan anything. No. And then I just apparently lost sight of everything and didn't plan anything for this year. So I was like, oh, no. I'm ashamed of myself. I mean, it's your thing. It is my fucking thing. So now I'm like, I could rewear a costume, right? I have a Wednesday no. Adams costume. I have a voodoo doll costumes. costume. But like, I might just like not dress up this year, which that just is what it, I don't have time to do anything because I like to make it like I like to get all the things and like make it myself yes. i could very easily go and buy a costume but like I'm shocked stephanie i have a pizza if you want to wear it i mean i have a blow-up dinosaur in bug's room well that's exciting too but i don't think that i fit into it because an adult tried it on here and it was a very tight squeeze and i'm bigger than that adult so and Ooh. he wants to wear it i'm like sarah put it on one time oh and she's much smaller than me um he originally wanted to wear that. And I was like, here's the thing. You're not big enough. And the fan that's inside moves. And so it deflates. So you'll just be like walking with like a fucking deflated thing on. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I don't know. Maybe I'll pull something together, but I don't know. Oh my Lanta. You know. Who are you? I don't know. My life just I'm got really shocked. busy. I know. Well, true. True. It did. So Halloween you know, that yes. wasn't your purpose to talk about holidays. I'm Halloween aware. is a holiday. 
<laughs> but it's not as fucking stressful because your family isn't fucking coming over for dinner and shit. Mm-hmm. You're not expected to get gifts. You're not expected to dress up. You're not expected mm-hmm. to do XYZ. So this episode, my lovelies, this is episode 36. And this is how to survive the fucking holidays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're leaving the word fuck in there because it's very necessary. Man, what stresses you out the fucking most about holiday stuff? Oh, God. There's so many things. <laughs> there really is. And I think to be honest, Everything. <laughs> yes, 1 million percent. Honestly, decorating stresses me out. When I when I'm like getting the Christmas tree stuff out, I intentionally get it out when he's not home, so I can do everything first and then he can <laughs> some of the ornaments because my fucking OCD is so bad. I'm like, don't put that there. There's too many. It's a crowd. I need you to fix it. Cluster, cluster. You, you got a cluster. Reach up, go down low. You need to spread them out. It's get just, a chair. It's, it's a thing. It's an ordeal, and it's I have to prepare myself for tree decorating because it's too much. Like, I'm not even a little bit kidding. It's sad. This is fucking great. Oh, I don't also decorate hosting, my kids home because they stress me out. Like Agreed. hosting, right? And I don't even host a big family gathering, but hosting my family, whether it was at my marital home or here at my apartment, it was stressful because I had to clean my house from top to bottom because that's how I am. And at my ex-husband's house, we had two dogs. So like we had to make sure the dogs were put away, you know, like make room for all the fucking food. Like it was just a lot. And granted, Mm -hmm. we used to spend holidays with both sides of my family more. Mm -hmm. So when I was little, like before siege came up, came around, we would go to like my Italian side one day and then my mom's side the other day. And it was just a lot of running around and exhaustion and being around a lot of different personalities and people. And everybody's grumpy because it's fucking stressful. So everybody has an attitude, right? Or like the turkey isn't yes. cooked right or the mashed potatoes fucking suck. Like, <laughs> I know you know what I'm talking about. Oh, of course I know. I leave my grandma's house smelling like fucking potatoes and onions. <laughs> like the fuck? And when my papa was alive, I, we there's four hams. But who the fuck oh makes God. four hams? <laughs> How many fucking families are there? Hey, I know. I don't even... I don't even eat meat, but my papa could make a ham. Oh, it was so Never good. Never in my life have I liked ham. Oh, I, <laughs> if I could eat anything, it would be ham. Oh but then God. I feel bad because they're so emotional, you know? <laughs> and then they know that us. they're dying. <laughs> and they're like, um, homeboy just found the shredder and I'm next. <laughs> And I shouldn't be laughing. It's not funny. But like that, that really is why I'm like, bro, I cannot eat. You know what else Ugh. is so uncomfortable ah. with holidays though? And obviously as an adult, this changes. Having to open gifts in front of people. <laughs> I hate hey, we... oh, it no. so much. Time out. Can we have a fucking moment? Can we discuss that as, as a nation, we're not going to do that anymore. We're not going to fucking open gifts in I front of each it. other anymore, unless it's on a small scale thing where like, yes. I can open gifts in front of my mom and my sister and like sure. Jeff and, and Tony, like, I, like cool. Like, yeah, I know if I don't like something, I could be like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so pretty, <laughs> but I won't even say that. I'll just be like, 
Tara would be like, oh, I fucked up. <laughs> but Tara is a fantastic gift giver. So it's not even like that. So to even get to the point, like stop opening gifts in front of everybody. It's fucking awkward. Oh my God. Can I tell you the first time that I went to Jeff's family's Christmas and everybody opened gifts in front of each other, everyone took a turn. I was like, I'm going to end it. I fucking, <laughs> I, I'm Jeff, I don't want to be bailing. Goodbye. I am bailing over this goodbye. couch right now and I am ending the night. We are, we're done. I'm, I am so anxious. I can't even breathe. I cannot. I what? No, the like worst. it was like one of the first times I was like around his parents, and I was like, I, "There's no, I'm gonna open a gift." Not only can I not swear right now, like I can't. I now I have to open a gift. Thank you, thank, <laughs> thank you. I love it so much. Like, uh, uh, it was, it was so much. So, as a nation, let's just stop fucking doing that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yes, the holidays are stressful for many, 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 many reasons, right? What do you do to stay sane during the holidays? I set pretty firm boundaries as to what I'm going to do and what I'm not going to do. So what does that look like? There will be houses that I will not go to and gatherings that I will not attend. Um, Many people have a lot of things to say about that and that just is what it is. I will... What other boundaries do I have? Let's be honest. I try to have boundaries with gifts. Mm, that doesn't really work. I love to give gifts. Like it makes yeah. me so happy to give gifts. And so to limit myself is really hard. Although I feel like you and I have done really well because we used to go all out. And then we were like, yeah, let's just, let's just get like ornaments. Well, we got divorces, <laughs> so we shouldn't do this anymore. <laughs> so we should stop. Yes. The big thing is the gatherings. I will host here, um, but I also make it very clear, like, we don't need to make a meal for an army. There's literally four of us, because my brother's generally in California, so it's just, like, my mom, my dad, and Bug, and I. Yeah. So I'm like, let's just make food that's enough for us. I don't want leftovers for two weeks. I, I don't need that. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. So my mom loves to cook, and she'll make a fucking abundance, and I'm like, then you take that home and give it to somebody else. Like, I don't need it. Give it to the food pantry. Right, right. Bring it to work. I don't know. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I, yeah, I get it. I so get it. Do you set limits for your family? Uh, Yeah, Christmas Day. So Sophia's custody schedule looks like that. Um, I grew up with my mom having Christmas Eve. So I took Christmas Eve. So Christmas Eve is with my mom still. So we go to um my sister's house and we celebrate christmas eve with my mom so we have just a dinner kind of just hang out do whatever and then the next morning we wake up open presents i bring stuff to her dad's house and that's it yeah i don't do a thing i don't go to my grandma's house i don't go to any well yeah last year we didn't even go to jeff's family's house i don't even know when we did christmas with them i think it was far i think it was like january 28th i don't know it It wasn't january (laughs) late it was so awkward. It was because his mom made a cake and him and his sister ate it. And she was like, that's terrible. <laughs> Jeff was like, well, I wasn't going to say that. But, and then they had a whole thing. And it was just like, it was cool to see like just them being siblings sure. in front of their mom being like, your food's awful. Like, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Just put it in a to-go container. <laughs> Speaking but, of divorces. Um, yeah. I know for me and I know for you, this was a struggle too. When you knew 
that you were getting divorced mm-hmm. was that the first thing not the first thing but was that something that was at the forefront of your brain of like oh my god fucking holidays are going to be so different now what's that going to look like no because i come from a divorced family Sure. So in my head, it was already compartmentalized of like, oh, I've done this before. I can do it again. Like it wasn't like, is it hard not having her on the holidays that I want? Absolutely. Every single time. I don't allow myself to go into that though, because no. then I will become very upset. So I just honestly, but use the pushing away DBT skill of like, I'll deal with that at a later time of like, I, I like it's radical acceptance. Like I understand yep. that there's nothing I can change about it. So I don't even think about it anymore. But like, I think when we were getting a divorce that that wasn't even a thought process because it was like, that was so routine from my childhood. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where our experiences differ is like, I was so used to going to two houses. So I was like, I'm okay. She'll be okay. Like, that's just how it was in my head. Mm -hmm. And what was interesting is when I was married, we did everything with my family. Like my Mm -hmm. ex-husband always came to my family events, right? Because a lot of his family lived in a different state and his parents didn't really do much. Like his dad would come to like our party at the pool hall that my parents would have, but it was always like a, my family thing. So in my head, I'm like, is that going to be different now? But I'm so thankful that we co-parent so well. And it's literally Mm -hmm. like Thanksgiving we'll eat at my house and then he'll go spend the rest of the night or um, weekend with his dad. And that's just how that works out, which is kind of nice. So if I go shopping, I don't have him for Christmas, um, depending on when it falls on the weekend, but my ex-husband is so flexible that he's like, if you want to have him on Christmas morning, no big deal, just bring him, you know, whenever you want. So that was a very nice adjustment, I guess, because yeah. he was just so open to doing whatever it is that I wanted to do, which was nice. And I will say that like as co-parenting, like that has been a very um, easy thing because I think he was so accustomed to the fact that we had so many places to go, like mm-hmm. his family's house, my mom's, my dad's like that. We do really well at sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only thing that's hard to share is Halloween. So like trick-or-treating, mm. like this is one of the first years I won't have her. Oof. I know. So I'm kind of like, does it feel weird? It does. Well, it hasn't happened yet. And I just, I think because, because the it like falls on the weekend or is it like you all No, it's his other? year. It's oh, okay. so it's an odd year. It's his year. I have even years. He has odd years um, for holidays purposes wise, but he'll always have Christmas day. I will always have Christmas Eve. I will always have new year's Eve. He will always have new year's day. Gotcha. Um, so yeah. Um, I'm fortunate that I'm trying to think, I feel like though, maybe two years ago they had her too. And I didn't have her, but I feel like I was doing something. I don't know, whatever, not, not important. What I was just going to say? say, I'm fortunate that we take him trick-or-treating together. So we're both a part hmm. of it, which has been great. He also didn't start trick-or-treating until he was three, mm, four. Remember when we did our run and he didn't want to go he was shy, didn't want to go up to people when we did the, excuse me, this. Yeah, but we dressed spooky. up as Vanellope and Wreck-It Ralph, and I think he was three. Okay. I'm pretty sure. And then our run, our run wasn't until 2018, because that's when I started running. But he was very shy. Yes. Very, yes. very, very shy. And initially it was because his speech was still not great because he went to speech because he couldn't hear because he had tubes in his ears. And so I think he yes. just felt really self-conscious because he couldn't say trick or treat very well um and other I remember Soph was like come on I'll say it for you I know she always wants to help I love it so much 
<laughs> I'll say it for you. I'm sure you will. And you probably put your bag out in front of his too. <laughs> she was like, trick or treat. <laughs> How do you prepare for holidays in terms of, let's say, like finances? Because that's a whole nother. Oh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't prepare. I just fly by the seat of my fucking pants. I'm like, yeah, I gotta literally, get <laughs> bitch. Yes, I have been. <sighs> Um, I recently just changed one of my savings account names to, um, um, Christmas savings account. Here's the thing. I love giving gifts. I love that shit, but I am such a fucking poor planner. I am a poor planner. It's I terrible. I look at gifts up until, like, I love being super prepared, but then what happens is that I forget the things <laughs> that I've bought or how much I've bought. And then I just want to keep buying more. And then it's over an abundance. Yeah. It becomes a problem. I what also sucks is having a kid whose birthday yes. is at the end of October and then Christmas is 15 seconds later. Oh, the, no, that's probably the worst. Thank God she's a, a May baby because we are basically fucking half the year, half yes. the year. She, um, not she, uh, I have been trying to get better at planning gifts and being intentional with what the gift is and attempting to understand that my value and worth and love is not derived by a gift that I give. Because Mm -hmm. I think for such a long time, I've just wanted to show up and be there for somebody. However, like being there for somebody doesn't mean that you have to give physical things to them. Do you know what I'm saying? So that has been a really um, big uh, mindful moment for me of like, is this necessary? Do you really need to get this? Why are you doing this? Are you doing this for, um, attention is the wrong word. Um, are you doing this for not validation, but like, I was going to say validation, but it's, I guess. Yeah. Like, are you doing this for like a place of worth in friendship with this person mm-hmm. is more so like so like I don't need you to validate my existence but like I feel like this solidifies our friendship yes but like then there's so many times that like birthdays pass or like they always here's the thing when I look at zodiac things they're always like oh Gemini like they don't text back they don't do this they don't do that and That's I'm like true right but like when I think about things like birthdays and like presents and things like that I'm like oh bitch that is fucking me like your birthday will be coming up and I'll be like not like yours specifically but I'll be like oh fuck I didn't get anything for this person oh my god like and then I really have to sit back and readjust and be like Murray is that necessarily worth it like is it necessary do you really need to get them something is it that important so that that to me is like where that part of Gemini shows up for me is I'm like mm-hmm. oh, look I always text back right immediately <laughs> same it's to like a fault a, I was just gonna say it's almost to, to a, a fault. fault yeah yeah yes so I definitely set limits of spending and I also definitely set limits of whose house I'm attending like where I'm going what I'm doing and like the time limit I'm placing on it and then I also here is the thing for some of our um, maybe listeners who have um, allergies or things like that. I think sometimes it can feel like a burden going to people's houses because um, people are like, well, what I don't know what to make to, for you to eat, mm-hmm. or I don't know what for you to have to eat. Or blah, 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 blah. And then it, it just places us in this really uncomfortable position of like, 
I don't want to have to tell you what to make for me. I also don't want to tell you what to have for your menu. I also mm-hmm. could bring my own food, but like also if you're hosting and you wanted to provide something for me, you would do the research yourself. I, it's not up to me to continuously tell you what I can and cannot have. Like there it's, it's 2021. There are widely known things that are gluten-free and, or whatever your allergy yeah. is. So, um, I also then control in the sense of, okay, I'm bringing something. I'm going to bring something that I know I can have that is going to make me feel good. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. whether it's like, so my mom is, we're doing um, Thanksgiving at my mom's Saturday after. And so I am bringing um, two different, I'm bringing potatoes and I'm bringing green beans, but I think I'm bringing two different types of green beans and I'm also bringing a dessert. So I'm bringing four things that I know I can have. So Mm -hmm. like when you're sitting here saying like, oh, my mom cooks for an army, like we do too, bitch, but I love me some leftovers. (laughs) Thanksgiving leftovers are fucking bomb. I'm so excited. Stretchy pants on. (laughs) (laughs) Do you get stressed out being with family for long periods of time? Yes. Who doesn't? <laughs> What's the question? I'd love to know who doesn't like, yes, of course, because one it's overstimulating. There's so much conversation. So many, you're, you're telling the same story 14 times over, right? How are you doing? What's going on? How's your business? And while mm-hmm. I am so grateful that people, um, care about what is going on in my life and that people want to know what's going on. And I, I love that it is, it's overwhelming to me to say, discuss the same story 14 times in one day. I'm like, it's so much. Um, so then I feel like sometimes I could come off like aloof or like, oh, it's good. Or like, just, you know, and so then I get into possibly a cognitive error head spiral of like, oh, this person probably thinks I'm rude because I blah, 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 blah. But realistically, then it comes back to checking myself and being like, oh, you can't control what other people think or feel about you. You have to honor yourself and understand that telling the same story 14 times over is fucking exhausting. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to do that. Um, what else I find to be exhausting when you have a child, everything. <laughs> and, yes. When you have a child and everybody wants to interact with them and yes. they don't necessarily want to interact. And then your kids viewed some type of way, or like they keep asking, like, he's fine. Just let, leave him be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Or it's very overstimulating not, for them as well. Yes. If he's acting some type of way, I don't need seven of you trying to parent him. I'm his mom. I've got it. I got it. it. Promise for eight years. I got it. He's not throwing anything at you. I promise it's going to be okay. He's not running around with a knife. He's okay. Going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many things. And you guys hear, hear me when I say I'm very thankful to have family. I'm very thankful to be a part of a family system that is very close, but I would be lying if I say that there wasn't some stress attached to that. There just is. And if I'm not in a place whether it be I'm just tired or I'm overstimulated or if I'm in pain for some reason, I'm not going to be like jovial and super stoked. I will try my hardest, right? Mm-hmm. But just because I may not be super enthused doesn't mean that I'm not grateful to be there, but that's also not my issue to fix for somebody, right? It's right. their perception of me that only they can challenge or change, right? Yes. So if we then take this from a different standpoint of how do you survive the holidays without family? How do you survive the holidays when you feel that you are alone and that it is just you? Here is my advice as a therapist and as a 
a single mother who's had to deal with her child being away from her on holidays and not wanting to um, engage in holiday festivities with mm-hmm. other parents and families and watching that. Keep yourself busy. It is one day. This is one day out of 365 days of the year. And while there is so much emphasis placed on it, there also could be a moment where we do a huge amount of self-reflection and a huge amount of self-care of like being able to just sit and plan out what is your day going to look like? Is your day Mm -hmm. going to start off with coffee? Is it going to start off with a mimosa? Are you going to make a breakfast for yourself? Are you going to have cinnamon rolls? Are you going to open presents? Are you not going to open presents? If you don't have presents to open, then can we take a moment to like have a bath, light some candles? Can we have a face mask? Can we do, you know, X, Y, Z? Can we go out in nature? And like, sometimes it's cold. Sometimes there's snow. Yes. However, five to 10 minutes, a 10 minute walk, 15 minute walk is not going to hurt anybody. Mm -hmm. Get yourself out and moving physical exercise to me is a must on days when we are really struggling with being alone and physical exercise please hear me when I say this does not have to be like oh I'm gonna go fucking do crossfit and I'm gonna (laughs) fucking power lift I'm gonna gonna fucking rep out reps on reps bitch like I'm 250 natty like get your life We're just asking you to fuck, you know, walk, get out of your house. Yeah. <laughs> get out of your goddamn house. Right. Yeah, stretch, like do something. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, do something, stretch, clean, clean your house. Then like do your laundry, then sit down, do a self-care moment, color a little bit, do a puzzle, listen to a book, watch, watch some TV. Like, watch there's, right, there's so many things that you could do of like structure and routine and getting outside are the things that you need to focus on to Mm -hmm. get through that 24 hours. And here's the thing, you won't even be awake for the full 24 hours. So realistically, we're looking at 15, 15 hours. That's all you have to make it through. Mm -hmm. You can make it through 15 hours. And just like anything else, it comes down to making choices. Yes, you can absolutely choose to lay in bed in the dark all day and be upset. Yeah. That's a choice. Yes. Or you can choose to do something that, you know, has helped you feel better in the past, or at least has helped you see an outcome. So like cleaning right after the holidays, whether it's opening presents and you know, they're shipping everywhere, like picking that up. So it feels a little less chaotic in your house. Um, doing laundry, doing the dishes from the meal the night before, whatever, Mm -hmm. there's going to be an end result. And you're going to feel a sense of accomplishment because you didn't just lay around all day. I'm not saying Correct. don't honor yourself if, if that's what you feel like your body needs in that moment, but don't let that last for four days for what you can also recognize when the laying around is contributing to the sadness. You can, Yep. you absolutely can. So I think the key to surviving the holidays, one is not getting caught up in the hustle and bustle getting caught up in like trying to keep up with the Joneses, right? And buying everything or trying to outdo something or outdo a partner or outdo, you know, you know, Susan down the street. Like that, that first and foremost is huge. Stay true and authentic to yourself. The next part to me would make sure that we are setting healthy boundaries. Mm-hmm. If I know that I want to be able to eat somewhere and then I'm going to bring something that I can eat somewhere. If I know that I only want to spend a certain amount of XYZ time here because that's all I can afford, then that's what I'm doing. I'm spending mm-hmm. that time there. If, if I don't want to host, then I'm not going to fucking host. Yep. Like I'm going to put a boundary up and say, I you know, just don't have the emotional capacity to do this right now. Yep. 
or the emotional space to, to hold for people. I think that's the important thing is recognize what your boundaries are and what you need to do to keep yourself sane. Mm-hmm. And third, if you are alone and you don't have family, you don't have um, places to go, do something that honors you. So whether it be a bath, whether it be self-care, whether it be volunteering, whether it be, there's so many different things that you could do and explore and experience that it doesn't have to look like this dreaded day. Mm -hmm. It is a day like any other and it will pass like any other. Yep. Hopefully that helps anybody who's already dreading the holidays coming. Yes. Yes. Understand that society places expectations and you do not have to operate in those societal expectations. If you want to have a chill day, have a chill day. Mm-hmm. And other so, people's opinions about what you decide to do with your day are none of your fucking business. They don't fucking matter. They don't matter. Nope. They don't. Nope. Period. So you can find us at rewriting her story podcast at gmail.com. You can email any questions, concerns, comments, and or episode suggestions. You can find us at rewriting her story podcast on Instagram and YouTube. You can find Steph at spooky fit mom 13. You can find me at BEA underscore XO 11, both on Instagram. And man, we'll see you guys. 40 episode 40 is right around the corner oh we are sniffing i know sniffing 40 are we gonna get 40 in before the end of the year um yes Forty <gasps> might hit like right by new year's to be honest i'd have to look at my calendar i'm doing it because 36 please hold ladies and gentlemen please hold 36 hits when uh november 24th so one two three right four before christmas the 22nd right before christmas bro that's crazy so merry christmas to you guys <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so exciting oh my god what are we gonna talk about i don't know reflection time yeah no kidding i like reflection times on the big ones me too okay if you need us message us call me reach me what is it? What is that? Kim Possible one? Kim Possible. I don't even know what you're talking about. You've never watched a Kim Possible? I don't know what that is. <gasps> Somebody throw her out. <laughs> Tell me I'm not alone. Tell me. Someone's going to listen to this. And they're going to know. It's like, call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Kim Possible. Is it a show? It was a cartoon when we were kids in the 90s. The 2000s. I think it was the 90s, late 90s. Someone's gonna know, and you're gonna feel soups silly. I mean, I'm sure that there is something called that. It, that just wasn't impossible. Yeah, you're probably watching horror movies. <laughs> I was gonna say I was probably watching Tales from the Crypt. I don't know. Like... <laughs> I mean, I watched it, but it was scary. I was too busy watching Cops with my dad. <laughs> Dude, my mom fucking loved Cops every fucking Saturday. Oh my, my dad God. was on it. He was cops and America's most wanted. And then I was terrified that we'd be stolen from the house. And unsolved mysteries. That was a good one too. I was like, do you think we could shut this off? Dad? And he was like, it's a good one. <laughs> the fuck? Anyways, we love you guys. Thanks and for we listening. will talk to you soon.
Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>